Justine Youssef is a Darug Sydney-based artist whose work uncovers links between family rituals, superstition, ecology, displacement and settler relationships to land through scent, performance, video and installation. Her work has been exhibited in the 2022 Hawaii Triennial, the Powerhouse Museum and the Museum of Contemporary Art Australia. Justine Youssef's autoethnographic films and installations explore the impacts of displacement and prompt us to consider our complicity in creating it. Relationships to land and the endurance of rituals and beliefs are key ideas for the artist. The exhibition, Somewhat Eternal by Justine Youssef, is a multi-sensory installation encompassing a video, textiles, text and ascent. It is displayed in two rooms of the gallery. The textiles consist of five mink floral blankets, two in one room and three in the second room. They are suspended from the ceiling with the top edge at a height of 2.5 metres. All are in varying shades of pink, red, magenta, brown and white. Three of the textiles are embroidered with text and scented with plant hydrosols, each one with a different fragrance. There are also diffusers in both rooms which emit scents. The first space contains text written on three of the walls. In the second room there is a large three-screen video installation on the back wall which is the central work of the installation. In the first room two hanging textiles are positioned immediately adjacent to each other so they form a screen obscuring the room behind. The blanket to the viewer's left is 1.9 metres long by 1.5 metres wide. It has a deep red border adorned with an abundance of both bright and pale pink flowers and intricate floral motifs. Inside the border is a circular posy of brilliant pink and red flowers on a white background. The adjacent blanket is 1.9 metres long by 1.9 metres wide. It has a thick magenta border decorated with faint arabesque designs and geometric patterning. Running through the middle of this border on all sides is an embroidered line of small white cursive text. The border encircles a central cluster of pink, purple and rose-coloured flowers on a white background. This blanket is imbued with the fragrance of Burnet Rose. On the reverse side of each blanket, small charms are sewn on the edges of the fabric at regular intervals. These charms include hearts, keys and round centred discs. Behind the textiles, this room is empty. The walls are of vibrant fruchsia colour. Around the walls, just below eye level, there is a single line of fine gold cursive script, which is also embroidered on the blankets. The script reads, Since jori are grown as natural pesticides in Bashari, we didn't consider that our burnet rose purchased on quick sale at Coles might be laced with herbicides, insecticides and fungicides. Once the thought occurred, it became an aside to knowledge that the plant was introduced to subjugate Darang country in 1821. We make rose water to bring body to prayers. The scent seeps and claims space, a ghost of the plant's possessor. 
100 years ago, the Republic of Lebanon uprooted 200 Lebanese cedar saplings without custodian consent from Azarab. Here, the trees are gateways to spirit realms. Their scent is a form of speech. The cedars were gifted to the Federation of Australia to honour the Anzacs of the Great War, an act of diplomacy that came undone when occupying Australian soldiers fought in Lebanon for the Allied forces. The white veins of blessed milk thistle were coloured in Bashari when a drop of the Virgin Mary's breast milk seeped into their leaves. The plant grows in noxious and impenetrable thickets on Darug country, absorbing lead from the earth through respiration and nutrient exchange. This purifies the earth, increases soil fertility, suffocates local organisms and excretes lead within the bodies of those who eat its leaves raw for breast milk production. In the adjacent room, three blankets are displayed in the same manner. The blanket to the left of the viewer is 1.9 metres long by 1.5 metres wide. It has a soft white background, heavily decorated with pale pink swirling scrolls. In the top left corner and bottom right corner are ornate darker pink arabesque patterns from which emerges a twined rope which creates a dark pink vertical border on each side. A small cursive script is embroidered in the middle of this border in black thread. It encircles a central display of pink, brown and pale apricot flowers with dark green leaves. It emits the fragrance of blessed milk thistle. The central textile is 1.9 metres long by 1.9 metres wide. It is a rich reddish brown colour overlaid with rows of pink geometric patterning and swirling floral designs. A very small white cursive text is embroidered around each side. In the centre are three large red flowers with some lighter shades of pink and some smaller buds. The fragrance is Lebanese cedar. The blanket to the viewer's right is identical to the first textile in the preceding rooms. All the blankets in the second room are also adorned with charms on the reverse side. These textiles obscure the rest of the second room from view. Behind them on the back wall is the large three-screen video installation. This video was shot in Lebanon and shows the artist's aunt performing rasa, a traditional alchemic practice of clearing the evil eye. For generations, the artist's family have used their knowledge of the local mountains and ecology to survive famine and military occupation and to heal everyday ailments and misfortunes. From 1982 to 2000, parts of Lebanon were under Israeli occupation and the lead used in Rasa is often extracted from bullets still found in the region. Through this material connection, Yusuf asks us to consider colonisation as a curse that inhabits and influences social and cultural life. Throughout the installation, embroidered texts are scented with plant hydrosols, aromatic waters produced by steam distillation of plants, using a process the artist inherited matrilineally. Here, Yusuf has substituted commonly used plants with blessed milk thistle, burnet rose, damask rose, 
and Lebanese cedar, chosen for their complex relationships to land subjugation, occupation and renewal. Somewhat Eternal expands from familial narratives to consider broader social and political currents, revealing the connections between human displacement and ecology. Within these acts of ritual and preservation, now fragmented and altered across geographies, lies a belief in the alternatives they offer us.